Hello, and welcome back to Society Outcast. This is Mikea speaking, and I am accompanied by Josh and Kevin. More like Society Outburst. Oh boy. Hello. <laughs> what? I just I outbursted. It was... That's not even an outburst. You yeah, just calmly waited for somebody to, to <laughs> stop talking. Yeah, now. But I said it loudly. An outburst requires more, more like an not interruption. I didn't want to interrupt them. Then how can it It's not even an outburst. It's just conversations. Polite. A polite outburst. Thank you. Anyways. So, today we'll be reviewing The Gray Man. Ugh. <laughs> yeah. Can we not do Netflix movies anymore? <laughs> uh, I kind of like doing Netflix movies because oh. we have to review things that that aren't that good but they're just boring yeah even though they have like celebrity names like chris evans and ryan gosling what was the last one that they did it was red notice yeah that one that was really that was was ryan it was uh with uh ryan reynolds and i don't know why i wanted to say ryan seacrest (laughs) jesus it also had uh gal gadot and and oh, the rock. It was. I don't know what they're doing. They they're also doing like this thing where they have it out in theaters for like a week, and then they'll put it on Netflix. And I don't know if that's like enough time for people. Was it? That's what they did with uh with this movie, The Grand Man. It was released on July fifteenth mm. in theaters, and then the twenty. 20- I didn't waste money to see this on the big screen. <laughs> yeah, but before. I'm totally going to be comparing it to other spy movies. It it felt like a mixture of like this one spy movie where this dude has to rescue. It's a mixture of all of them. Yeah. It doesn't do it very well. Even Chris Evans with his uh mustache. Yeah. <laughs> like the- um like uh Henry Cavill in one of the Mission Impossible movies. I don't even think they knew what genre they were aiming for cuz they tried to like have some like this banter. It was terrible. But it was, it terrible. Was, it, it was Chris Evans. I don't know. Like I, I despise his character because it was too over the top. Like some, like it was trying to take itself seriously, but then like not really. At times, and the music was all over the place. Yeah, they didn't know what to do. I mean, we're talking about the. I, I wanted to ask a couple questions before we. <laughs> I was gonna ask what you guys have been watching, but oh, okay, <laughs> this terrible movie. <laughs> um, yeah, I was, unfortunately, I saw Gray Man. Um, <laughs> I recently watched Catch Me If You Can, which is a really, really good movie. Um, other than that, I really haven't read anything or seen anything. This week has gone by too fast. Last week or this week? All weeks. All weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Every week. Yeah. I've been watching like one episode of Cowboy Bebop a night. That's good. You you finished the, the anime though, right? Uh, it's the anime that I'm watching. Yeah, but you have you finished it? I haven't. Really? I got like seven episodes <laughs> left. Are you the um, only one, Kevin? I think so. Oh wow! Did you watch the movie too? Nope, that oh, I haven't okay. watched. 
All right. We so until you, until you uh, watch the movie, I won't feel bad. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about Green Man real quick. It has a. I thought it had a weird mix of of stories. I didn't. I don't think any of them have real chemistry between each other, like Ryan Gosling or Anna the Armors, Chris Evans. And the chick from Iron Fist is in there. Oh yeah, yeah. The one that plays Suzanne. Okay. Is are you? Ta- are you referring to? I don't, <laughs> I don't know her name. That's the character in the movie, uh, Jessica Henwick. Jessica Henwick. Wait, that's her name in the movie, Suzanne. No. Yeah, yeah, Suzanne. Yeah, Suzanne. Yeah. <laughs> Weird choice, but yes. And Billy Bob Thornton. Billy He's... Bob. I was about to do that. I, I was. I don't, I don't. Okay, let's just. I'm gonna quickly summarize this movie. So, um. Good luck. <laughs> it's literally. I might gonna fall asleep like, again. It's gonna be like five minutes because, like, all you need to. <laughs> All you really need to know about the movie is like the first like thirty five minutes, and then like you can pretty much guess what the whole movie is gonna be about after. Yeah. So it the opening scene is uh the first encounter between Fitz and Six. Six is in in prison in somewhere in Florida, which makes sense. It's Florida, and it's like two thousand and three or something. Ninety five. Like, it was ninety five. No, he got incarcerated in 95. Oh, but yeah. the year that he met him it's was... It's a good year. 2003. <laughs> yeah. The year after that is a pretty good year, but Man. 95 is okay. It's okay. 96 <laughs> was better. And you don't ever see 96 anywhere. Not yet, because it's very low-key and it's mm. not in the mainstream. Mm. It's not basic, so, you know. Yeah. Anyways, he's supposed to serve from two thousand and like from nineteen ninety five until two thousand thirty two because he gets incarcerated. They they later later okay spoiler alert but I'm not gonna do anything in order. They later reveal that the reason why he's in jail is because he killed his father. So you know Oedipus thing going on. And what Oedipus? Oedipus. Oedipus? No, I I know the story, but how how does how is that in here? Not because Ryan Gosling kills his father. Is that it? That I mean, does he have some weird relationship with his mom? Nah, I mean just that part. He's oh, only. Okay. Half- <laughs> it's just a. I thought I missed something. No, they don't even really mention. They mention the mom in like one scene, and but that that makes no sense, because he, he the mom was in his life, but she wasn't. They don't explain her or like what happened to her. This movie has a lot of plot holes. Yeah, it doesn't really go out of its way to explain things. Like and then, it does- and then when they do, like with the with the daughter, like or not uh the niece or whatever, her that little kid. Like I don't like they were trying to make you care, but like I don't I didn't feel it. <laughs> Like I guess he cares because he was taking care of her, but like, eh. Brian Gosling does not do a good job of showing that he has a relationship with his this dude with Fitz's niece. 
it's so it's a weird dynamic because that's not even his daughter so it's not like he it's not like Fitz is even close to her like that like it's, it's... I I will give him credit though um <laughs> he did have like more lines <laughs> and <laughs> um I guess he spoke more and he was a little bit more animated than usual <laughs> he wasn't as mopey he was mopey but not as mopey yeah but and I think was, that's just his resting, like, you know. I, just, I think that's him as a person. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, he's pulled in by Fitz to join this group that the CIA is making, like, a suicide squad kind of thing where these, they have trained assassins. Which on has them. been done before. My favorite 007 with Daniel Craig, uh, Skyfall. Ah, they did it so beautifully. I have to see that one. <laughs> I'll add it to my list oh my God, you have all of them to see yes and i own them thanks to you so <laughs> i appreciate you now watch them i'll watch they are good movies my... you could have watched that instead of this <laughs> i'll watch them on my own time so could then have reviewed one well i guess Just you saying. can do that for the next time we're on on air so they they cut yeah, into the present on, on air <laughs> Not air. Yes, what can y'all let me finish summarizing, please? I'm gonna mute. So, so it cuts into the present day. And he's sent on a mission by the CIA chief, uh, Carmichael, who replaces Fitz, and he is uh, to terminate a target, but he doesn't because there's like a child in the way. So he like causes a distraction he gets the target away from the child and he manages to kill him but then he finds out that the target has a chip that contains all the atrocities that Carmichael has committed from like bombings and like a whole other other stuff that has been unsanctioned and the whole movie revolves around uh, Carmichael trying to get the chip but then it kind of like shifts into like um Six rescuing uh, the niece and Fitz. This whole movie is all over the place, but it's basically like a game of cat and mouse, but the mouse has like a lot of guns and it's killing everybody. What else is there to say about this movie? I have like a lot of questions that I just wanted to ask because I didn't even really want to do like a, a breakdown of the movie because it was something to sit through how do you guys feel about ryan gosling that it feels like he kind of acts the same for almost every character he is now i i definitely disagree with that i think he's can't wait for barbie i think exactly you see i think he's shown (laughs) in many movies that he can break out of whatever i'd love to know too dude he in Crazy Stupid Love, he does not act the same way. Okay, that's the one I haven't seen. The nice I, guys, but he doesn't. He doesn't. Act yes, that he way. does. Yes, he as does. A, as a mopey guy. Yes, he does. This Russell dude is Crow comedic is like, as hell. He, but he like builds off of the comedy of Russell Crowe by being like. It's not him being funny. It's him bouncing off other people. But he is not mopey at all, and he carries himself well. <laughs> but he, but he, he has like this straight face always. As, 
Like he's not. He doesn't never. Like he's had a stroke. His face hasn't changed. Uh, I disagree with that. But anyway, um, yeah, I mean, I think Ryan. He, I don't know. He's. I think he's a really, really good actor. In this film, I think he did his like. That's how his character was written. I mean, he did be, better than uh, the other Chris Evans. Yeah, I, I, I definitely think so. Chris Evans at a, at one point was just exhausting. <laughs> it was like Chris Evans was playing Loki without the powers. I didn't understand because yeah. like Chris Evans' character. Like, he wasn't really the bad guy. It was the other dude that hired him that was, like, the bad guy. I mean, he was Yeah, just exactly. There. He yeah. was basically just a hired hitman. Exactly. Cool. So I didn't understand why why they built that up, that it was going to be, like, the, this power match between Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans. But And every time they confronted each other, it's like Ryan Gosling would always win. Yeah. And so it wasn't really even, like, a fair match. And the real mission for the... For, uh... Chris Evans was to retrieve the chip, not to kill uh, Six. If he happened to kill him, then whatever. But, like, he just needed the chip, and he got that at the end. Did they ever mention what happened to Ryan Gosling's brother? No. I expected expected that it would be the twist, that they were brothers. I think he had a younger brother because he killed his dad because he was pushing too far. His younger brother... To the point where it was gonna be like he might have killed him. Yeah. He might have almost killed him, but then he killed his father to prevent that. And then he went to jail like at nineteen or eighteen. I don't know. It was like the fact that they even threw the fact that he had a brother, that that could have been done away with. Like it could have just been him against his father and that would have been like the Mm -hmm. whole Yeah, it felt it would have felt personal, but everyone was just after was was going after a chip. It, it felt like left field when he said, "My brother." I was like, the, "Your brother? The, the heck?" Uh, it. Well, we kind of already talked about three of the questions that I had about Port. <laughs> nah, because I was gonna ask did his character feel out of place in the film because he was just like the super charismatic, like goofy, like. Kinda and like it felt like the film was still trying to be serious at first, and then he comes in and it's like a whole. Yeah, it has weird highs and lows, like, and especially with like the music keys cues, like some sometimes like it, it goes from one song and then it just jumps to a different song and it's two different moods, and I, and like I don't know, I don't know if it was meant to be like funny or. If, or if we're like meant because then you have Chris Evans who's playing this like uh, uh, um, what do you call it comic book like character that maybe you're supposed to laugh at and find funny um, but then you have Ryan Gosling who's like really serious all the time yeah it's hard to differentiate like if this was taking itself seriously or it wasn't because it seemed like it was in the middle I think Chris Evans was having fun and Ryan Gosling was like trying to be serious. I don't know. I feel like they both just showed up for the check. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think is just shelling out money. To yeah, make Chris Evans' character was very unrealistic and animated, and this movie just felt cartoonish, yeah. especially with the camera work. A lot of the drone shots, sometimes it was a little bit over I the top. Hated the drone shots so much. I feel like drone shots shouldn't even be a thing unless like. 
it was it was so random because like it, one of the shots is just Chris running up the stairs. Yeah, like that was that. I didn't need to see him go up the whole flight, and then have a dramatic close up of his face right after. Of that glorious stash. <laughs> I don't know what they were trying to go for with that stash. <laughs> so that you don't think of Captain America. Language. <laughs> Could have been U.S. agent. Yeah, and as of right now, he's just taking on all the villainous roles. Like after playing Captain America for ten plus years and being like just a good guy, he was he a said, bad guy in that in that um, murder mystery. I forgot what it's called. Nine Out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was pretty good in that one. It wasn't. Yeah. Oh. Uh... Yeah, I f- like even a lot of the, the the chemistry just felt dull. Like when you're watching a a, a a detective film or or a good film, and you have these opposing characters, you sort of feel this chemistry. Mm-hmm. Obviously, they hate each other, but you know there's this weird connection that they both share. Um, maybe it's the same line of thinking, just different values, some something along the line. But with them, they had no history, they had yeah. no connection. It was nothing personal. They were after a chip, and they weren't even on the same level of skills. Speaking of not having chemistry, I thought the dynamic that he had with Danny, the other agent that he was on a mission with, and it's at the beginning, like, like, I don't know what they were trying to do with them. Like, if they were like gonna make them be, like, try to have like this frenemy kind of thing, or like I'm using you, you, to like get back. Oh, the then, old dude. No, not the old dude, the chick. That oh, she was oh. driving the, the red Audi in that one scene in the square. Oh, oh, Anna, Anna de Armas. Yeah. Like, I didn't understand their dynamic if it was trying to... Yeah, hit. they they didn't have anything. They didn't have anything going <laughs> There's on. There's no, nothing romantic, no... Like, she's, they had, like, that one scene where, like, he threw, like... Why would he... My thing is, like, he threw a gun and, like... He, and it threw didn't the have bullets right after. It made no sense. Nope. And like I thought, I was like, "Are they gonna create like some sort of distrust, or is it?" And it was that... just a funny scene. Yeah, it was... and that—that's the problem. Like a lot of the humor was so confusing because you—you <laughs> yeah. you didn't know where it was coming from. You didn't know if it was a joke or if it was just something, quote unquote, clever that they were trying to do. And I feel like this was just a waste of of, of an actress because she's she's a really good actress, and I thought she'd ha- play a bigger role. She did or... great in uh, James Bond. Yeah, and Knives Out. Oh, that's true. <laughs> oh. So yeah, and she—I mean, she's she's a good actress, but it felt like she was just thrown in here. It was, I mean, just another big name thrown at this picture. This this was like the most expensive film Netflix has ever made, <laughs> and it, I'm sure it all came from paying the actors. Yeah, because it certainly wasn't the CGI. When he was falling through the sky. Yeah, that I... was bad. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> it looks. <laughs> you see, like a lot. I appreciated the action here. I'm, I'm like. It was not on John Wick level, though. Uh, no, 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 no. Not even close. Like it felt like they were oh. trying to do that. Yeah, it, it wasn't as effective, but it was something to look at. It was tolerable for me. Something like, to play while you're eating. Exactly. Like especially the the first sequence when he's at the party and it's all the fireworks in between and and, and it, I mean it was it felt like it was different and um. At one point, it felt fresh because he was using the smoke bombs with with color, and um, he was, you know, 
that fighting was, the dude from Batman vs Superman, who seems to always play a small role and then die. Yeah. Um. So in that sense, it felt refreshing. But then the scenes like that gun, like the shootout in yeah, in, in that square thing, it I just was so overplayed. <laughs> it, if it would drag for so long. Yeah. And when he was running on the train, and the train like kind of like destroyed a, like a quarter of the building. It was doing too much. Like, there was too many cutaways in, in that scene as well. Like, it would be, like, two seconds for every, like, like person they were focusing on. And I felt like it was, like, ten minutes of, like, action. Yeah. It, it, it felt like Ryan Gosling's character was, like, indestructible. Mm-hmm. Especially when he was in that, in, the, in that shootout scene. There was about a billion trucks full of armed men shooting at him shooting at we one right guy gear. exactly and he hadn't he had no gear at all he was just standing behind the bench and i felt like the directors <laughs> yeah i felt like the directors were like yo this is ridiculous this is too <laughs> ridiculous that you know what let's go over the top and let's let chris evans character like, acknowledge like the... how stupid this is <laughs> yeah but um... the fact that it was too stupid and maybe they thought hey it would be clever for even chris evans to acknowledge that hey why can't you catch one guy we're all thinking yeah like this is not even clever this is just terrible directing and they're just playing this character out and and the scene was 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 uh, it it was just um too much and that was after he got crashed by a car yeah (laughs) (laughs) this this dude is and and that was after like you so many things happened in that we don't even really get the span of like how long this is. It's like one day, yeah. and he suffered like an explosion of a grenade that he set off earlier. He set off like four grenades, and he um, fell into a well. Yeah, I was just about to mention that. Like, and that was <laughs> that was door? who has a trap door in their apartment. <laughs> the way he fell into that well seemed like it hurt too. Like uh, he should have at least broken a knee. Yeah, it's no. This this movie, it was it was something. It was, <laughs> I don't know the uh, Russell brothers. They need to they need to stick to Marvel because they feel like everything they've made. I was gonna say it felt like they was trying to be a Marvel movie and not at the same time. The way it was set up with the, I don't know. I didn't really like this movie. I'm kind of like ready to call it a wrap. Is this, is this the people <laughs> that um that 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 did the winter? Winter Soldier? No, they did Infinity War. They did Endgame. And they did Civil War. Civil War. Okay, I can see Civil War. Okay. Oh, no, they did They did direct the Winter Soldier. Oh, okay. See, I, I could see... I can totally see um, the fighting and the action scenes in the way that they... But these, but he's not a superhero. He's just a spy. He's just a normal man. <laughs> yeah, but the way he was treated felt like he was otherworldly because yeah, exactly. he was bulletproof. He was immortal. You're not dealing with Captain America anymore. <laughs> felt no emotion. Like what Mikaz mentioned in the beginning, the, the relationship even with the father and the girl, it it didn't feel like a relationship at all. And I understood that Ryan Gosling was supposed to play this serious figure who's detached from uh, society and he's just to himself and his work and that's it. Um, but then, you know, they're trying to push 
this relationship onto the viewers. Yeah. And it's just too, you, you can't, you, you really can't buy it because it, first of all, they, they, the only focus was the action. The story, the storytelling was weak and their relationship was just too rushed. Like they, act, they even do a flashback where they go two years ago. Yeah. I didn't like that. They try to throw in the scene. Yeah, they try to throw in the scene so you can feel for 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 them, and yeah. so they can have that yeah. line. You know, like it, it, it lets you know that that's exactly what they were thinking. That they yeah. they wanted you to think like it. It takes <laughs> you out of the immersion because it's like you're seeing it how they're positioning it, and like how the directors are like, okay, we're gonna put this in because we need to establish that this dude actually had like some connection because we have no other way of doing this. Yeah. That made it made no sense when they showed the flashback while he was fighting Chris Evans because like there's no parallel between his father like and uh Chris Evans' character like they they weren't similar in any way for that like the flashback when he he was getting drowned by his father just like he was just getting PTSD while he was drowning again like. But you see, that's that's just that's just it, it, it's too rushed. Like you're clearly trying to throw that in there, so this could all make sense, and so this fight could have more depth. But it it doesn't allow the the, the viewer to be emotionally attached to it because it's happening so quick. See, if if, if we would have seen him getting tortured by his father at the beginning of the film, yeah, then as a long sequence then we would understand where he's coming from. And then, you know, if it would just go in order, I mean, I feel like it would have been fine. And, and it, it probably would have made for a longer movie or a part two, which they are apparently going to come out with a part oh two. Oh, my God. I, I was going to say, because, like, it feels yeah. like this was, like, their John Wick and they were yeah. testing the waters. and Exactly. Yeah. It's the same thing they're doing with Extraction and Red Notice. Oh, like, my God. Nef- Netflix Red Notice is getting a part two? Yeah. Why Wait, extraction? Extraction? That's not with um. Chris the, Pratt. Ex- extraction was with Chris Hemsworth, and I liked that movie. Oh, okay, okay, yeah. I didn't love it, but I liked it. War movie, right? Yeah. Or like he's like well, a mercenary or something. Well, it was it, it was a literal extraction. Yeah, no, he he was working for for um. I don't know if it was some secret service. I I forget, and they were trying to save a kid. Yeah, that that was, was a good one. I enjoyed that one. Yeah. There's a lot of things that get like thrown into this thing, and they never touch on it again. Like this dude's tattoo on his arm of Sisyphus. Like Sisyphus? The... No, nah, the I think it's Sisyphus. <laughs> How you pronounce that? Sisyphus. It's the dude with the rock. Syphilis. No, it's not Syphilis. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's the dude with the rock. Oh my that's, god, that's Sisyphus. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't. I think they were trying to like make a comparison between. Uh, they were just it, bonding. That was just a bonding moment. Uh, Where'd you get that tattoo? In prison. <laughs> but yeah, and then like, that's how it comes. Yeah, there's no it, tattoo between me, him so, and her either. So did he? Because he was like, uh, she asked him, um, "Did he ever uh, get it to the top?" Pushed a rock up the up the mountain, and then he, Ryan Gosling was like, "I don't, I'll let you know or something." I guess that was his like metaphor for himself. Yeah. <laughs> um, so did he? I don't know. It, by the end of the movie, he keeps killing I, people. I don't know what that means. 
I think him killing people is is like what's the rock? Killing people. That's okay. like his... it, it, the rock. It's a connection with Red Notice. <laughs> it's an extended universe. No, I the, the fact that it's so cliche. Like you see it coming with these with 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 all these movies. Like okay, there's action, action, and then there's a scene with one or two people where the action has um, calmed down, and now they need a scene to connect. And we need an emotional scene, and we need uh-huh. to know their backstory so they can. But it it just feels again. It's just you feel absolutely nothing. Everything feels thrown in and and rushed. And I just don't understand where they were trying to come from. Like if if you want to prioritize the action, then make the action as best as you can. Make it as good as John Wick. If you're going for a story, then work on your damn script better. Yeah. Like, like John Wick's story was like super simple. It's the that. most simple thing <laughs> ever. But the action. Yeah. The action elevates the story. That's the thing here. Nothing. There's the diet, like the dialogue, the action, the acting, nothing elevates this movie. Mm-hmm. And that's why it's so dull. And then there's not even a clear payoff because what was the the reward at the end? Like, was it him? Like, I don't understand why. Um, so like, after he like, does Chris Chris Hemsworth's character does he die? Yeah, but he's not even killed. Oh, yeah, he got shot. By, he right. got shot by Suzanne. Not. But by, you mean Chris Chris Evans? <laughs> yeah. Oh um, <laughs> no, Chris Pratt. Said- I mean Chris Pine. I mean. <laughs> Um. Uh, so yeah. So after um Ryan Gosling, after after that whole like scene, the girl is is there, and I get she she gets taken by other people. I mean, I mean, is I guess she's still protected or whatever. But then he goes back to her and kills everybody. Yeah, <laughs> I don't understand. Like the bad guys are dead. Like who's they're protecting the girl, and you're gonna well, come and yeah. kill the people yeah. that are protecting the girl. I guess he wants they're, to raise her or something. Yeah, they're they're protecting the girl so they can use her as leverage for when they want to use him for another mission. Because you know he he wasn't killed off because uh-huh. skills and he was useful, so they kept him um, locked up and they kept the girl safe. So whenever they needed him, they will use her as leverage because Did he wouldn't do anything for. Die? Yeah, oh. he got he blew himself up. With oh, that's right. That's right. Everybody keeps blowing themselves up. But but now it's confusing because Ryan Gosling breaks out, okay, and he takes the girl. He kills the CIA agent. So I'm just like, are you taking the girl? Or is like she uh? Thor, love and thunder. <laughs> oh, that's that's, a... that's that's it. <laughs> I'm using the same formula. <laughs> it didn't seem like that was like. That's something that he needed to do or, like, was wanting to do. Like, he obviously was going to rescue her because he had a connection with Fitz. But I didn't think it was strong enough for him to want to, like, raise her on his own. Yeah. And I don't understand why the Danny went back to working with the CIA after (laughs) she was being targeted by them because they thought she was working with Six. She's just like, yeah, I'm gonna let, I'm gonna keep working for this, this organization that tried to kill me because they keeping <laughs> lemon pledge. No, no, I, no. I, I, 
I find I found uh, Denny Carmichael, the the real villain, the one who was practically in charge of everything, the one who was committing the real crimes. I felt his character was no, he he was a man with the glasses. Oh, he was the CIA. He didn't even get the payoff of of seeing him die or like. Yeah, well, I think uh, since there's gonna be a that's so annoying. I don't like he wasn't sequel. that big of a character for me. To no, at see. all, at all. <laughs> like he didn't. Chris Evans, right? I got that right. right? Yeah, you got, you got it right. <laughs> um, he could have been that person if they wanted to continue in that route of like yeah. having multiple movies and have this dude be the. And what was that Indian dude that was like the lone wolf fighting oh. um the from yeah. Suzanne. Well, he, he was another hired so he was so <laughs> so chris evans was a hitman hired by the real villain <laughs> so he and the indian him. guy was a hitman hired by chris evans who was the hitman of the real villain. but then he says screw this <laughs> yeah so he, 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 he wants to work with honorable people which makes no sense <laughs> he's out here he's a hitman <laughs> he's like i won't kill kids he's an honorable hitman <laughs> yeah but that's most of them except Chris. He's the There's only no one that's honor like, among thieves. He's the only one that's very willing to kill a child. Anyways, I don't know if there's anything else to. Um, what about the intro? Like the, from the beginning, it's like super obvious. Like what they were trying to set up, where like, um, where he's about to um shoot at the the four. I get right, and um, there's a kid that shows up, and he's like, "I'm not gonna pull the trigger." So, like, the whole theme of this movie is him not wanting to hurt kids while other people are trying to hurt kids. I guess that makes him the good guy. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not sure if it was a theme. Maybe that was just something a- they wanted to set in stone before the you start the film. Like, you know what? He'll Ryan kill. He's, he's gonna kill, kill a million dudes in this film, <laughs> but he will not kill the kids. So. He has a, a soft compass. spot. He has, yeah, exactly. He has a soft spot for children, so he's gonna have a soft spot for the girl, and that would explain their relationship. But it really doesn't. Yeah, it's too forced. Yeah. Yeah, and we don't even get like the timeline of how long he was with that girl. Like they just have that one moment of like, oh, I killed this man because he was about to kill you. So for all we know, it could have been one day. She sat on his suit jacket. Yeah, it was disrespectful. <laughs> And told him not to chew gum in the house. All of that weird stuff. Delicious. And then they use those same lines again as like a nod to like, hey, we have like this cool relationship that we make like little inside jokes. The rocker thing that they do with their hands. Oh, yeah. What thing? You know, the, the... the rock thing, the. Oh, yeah. Pinky index. It's like a nice little gesture or something. I forgot what it's called. I didn't even notice that until he was on the stretcher. Yeah. That, that was like a thing. I was like, why is he doing this? <laughs> God, I did not like this movie. Well, quickly, like, what did you guys think of the last the, the last fight scene? Like, the one-on-one battle with Chris Evans and Ryan Gosling? Like, at, like, at one point, I felt a little excited because when they dropped their weapons and they were like... All right, let's let's settle this once and for all, like a hand-to-hand combat. I was excited because I appreciate the hand-to-hand combat scene, and it was okay. 
it was the best thing in the world, but it was entertaining. I, I do I, appreciate that Ryan Gosling, he got swole. He got I ripped. Like, I feel like he's always been swole, though. Mm, not always. He he gets swole, like, frequently. Like, yeah. Maybe he's, like, preparing for another role. And Ghost Rider. Like, yeah. <laughs> it's not... And, and in preparation, he's like, all right, what other movies? Yeah, like, let, let me use Gray Man as training exercise <laughs> for the, the, the action film I truly desire. That's probably it. Yeah. I, like, the, none of the, I wasn't excited to see the fight scene between Chris and uh, Ryan because it wasn't, I haven't seen anything during the fights that's, like, anything new. Yeah, like in the hand-to-hand combat, it was just it was basic. Yeah, punches and blocking, and, and then like throwing. It wasn't anything that happened. Come on, man! It's Captain America. <laughs> Can't be taken out like that. He was taken out exactly <laughs> like that. <laughs> he got shot in the chest. Mm-hmm. What well, is there anything else you guys like to add? No, I'm um, I'm done. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. <laughs> Mentally checked out with this film. <laughs> Just want to move on. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so let's go on to ratings. Kevin. Um I don't think this is the worst film in the world. I think Red Notice takes a trophy for that. <laughs> so we know one of the worst Netflix films. I'm glad um, I haven't watched that. Don't make th- me watch it, guys. Don't watch it. Yeah, yeah. I, w- I wouldn't even do that to you. <laughs> um, I think I, I really in- I liked Ryan Gosling. Obviously, he didn't have much to do with the script and you know everything else. Uh, I-, I liked seeing him in action. That was really entertaining and how serious he took his role, as as you said, Josh. Like it it, it clearly shows how much preparation he had for this role and uh, the physical work he he needed to do. Um, Chris Evans was an exhausting character. Exhausting. Yeah. Like, you know, at the end, it was just, yeah. I, I just, you know, uh, the only reason why I got excited for the fight is because I wanted Ryan Gosling to kill him once and for all. That was, that was the entertaining part. Um, the action, again, was tolerable. It, it's, it, it was entertaining. Like Mikhail said, it's something I could watch while I eat. I will not be watching this again, but I should have watched it while I was eating. That was my <laughs> That's mistake. That's what I did. That was my mistake. Playing board games. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm gonna give it a five. Josh, I am too gonna give it a five. I'm. Uh, it's <clears throat> the action was to me boring. It's it has been done better, and th- and the story wasn't. Um, it didn't live up to anything. It didn't do anything spectacular to make me want a sequel, to warrant a sequel. Um, I don't want a sequel. I don't want to ever come back to this universe. I have no <laughs> plans of watching this movie ever again. <laughs> I'm glad that it's not available on iTunes or anything. It's just on Netflix, so I can just ignore it. Um, I don't know. But um, I'm sorry to cut you off, but like you said, like this is this is a film that's there's other films that, that do it better, have done yeah. it better. Yeah. So it's like, this is just a mediocre attempt. Well, and it, it proves that you just can't, Netflix can't just keep buying actors and throwing <laughs> them into a movie. 
and and hoping for like a, a miracle to happen like yeah. you need good story writing and yeah. yeah they don't have that here even i mean but i don't understand because like they had they do have you said the the russell russell brothers russo russell brothers russo russo oh my goodness the russo brothers what the hell <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i mean Captain America Winter Soldier is like my favorite movie from Marvel ever like that they've ever done so like um well you know what i see the 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 difference here is that they have comic books and they have work that they can rely on hmm. when it's an original script it seems like they clearly struggle with hmm. original ideas and i don't know it's it it just feels like a mashup of a Mission Impossible, James Bond, John Wick, like it not, just feels, not in a good way. <laughs> yeah, not exactly. Like, like all these things are amazing by themselves, but like I guess when you mash it all together, it doesn't work. Um, the music, I just it, it it bothers me. Like, you have no idea. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I give it a five. Uh, I'm giving it a four point five because. I feel like it was going in too many directions and it didn't know what it was doing. Like it like those are clear like that they were chasing him down, obviously, but they didn't know if they were chasing him down for the chip or they just wanted to end him for if he did find out what the chip had. <sighs> There was no real payoff for me at the end because I thought he was gonna kill off Chris Evans' character, but then he that was kind of like taken away from him by Suzanne. And I wanted to, I wanted me, Suzanne, I wanted the other girl to shoot Suzanne. Like, I thought it would be no, I thought it was Anna the Arms that shot Chris Evans, but then I guess that wouldn't really make sense because he was winning, yeah. So that, I expected that too. <laughs> there was so many. Things like, that just... I didn't I didn't see Suzanne as being like a big character, like to to warrant that ending. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then they make like a reference to the fact that they all three of them were in college together, and I was like, what? <laughs> what? what the? I was whatever. Plot thickens. And they were like, there was like a bromance between Lloyd and and Denny, and I was like, what are they? So many things that they throw out there for them to not. It, that's just the whole it, my issue with this movie. It's just so many things and not enough focus or centralization on on what's important. So I guess a four point five. You guys ever see Commando with no, Arnold Schwarzenegger? No. The the last scene is Arnold um go, um going onto a a, com- a compound and just like killing everyone. And that's like an amazing scene. And if we would have seen like the ending, where he's like trying to rescue the girl from that place, like 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 instead of just hearing the shots in the background, and like assuming that he's just like taking people down, which I, I feel like he did that way too easily. Like you just gotta assume that he's like a Superman and he he's just so able to kill everyone. <laughs> uh, no one can stand up to him. But uh, yeah, that's a better movie. <laughs> By the end, they probably just ran out of money, so they had to like, let's just do all the killings off scene for this one scene because Ryan Gosling costs a lot. <laughs> Anyways, 
that's our experience with the great man. Watch it at your own risk. Go watch The Man from Uncle. Yes. What just the the Henry Cavill film? Yeah. And Army was Hammer. That, was that good? It's I love that movie. It's it's a lot of fun. Okay. Anyways, uh follow <laughs> us on our socials at I forgot our socials. Society Outcast Pod on Instagram and Society <laughs> Outcast Three on Twitter. And Society Outcast Twenty One at Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Wrap it up. <laughs> I've been trying to. <laughs> Anyways, this is us signing off. Peace. Peace.